Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're heading to Italy. And back to the 1950s in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us. We've come to Wilds Farm in Lys for this week's Peapod, but instead of Christmas trees, we'll be finding out more about this year's Petersfield Shakespeare Festival, taking place here later this month. We'll meet some of the cast and crew as they take a break from their busy rehearsal schedule and bring you an interview with director Chris Hollis. John Walker has your weekly Petersfield news and Susie finds herself in a field of broad beans in her wild walk. And we end this week's Peapod with some country music from Dixie Darling and her new song, Care About Yourself. The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The Peapod. Joffio, Joffio, wherefore art thou? Amongst the Christmas trees, prithee, my dear. <laughs> What do you think, Claire? Now, Claire, before I, I we go any further, <laughs> once more unto the breach, dear friend. Who doesn't love a bit of Shakespeare? Small cheer and great welcome makes a merry feast. Come on, Claire, you've got to join in. You've got a piece of paper with that <laughs> written down. <laughs> no, my A-level Shakespeare, I can remember it all. <laughs> <laughs> if music be the food of love, play on. <laughs> Oh dear. I think we better stop there, have yes. we? Or are we going to continue? No, well, Claire, be not afraid of greatness. I did consider writing the Peapod script in iambic pentameter, but really, you know. What's that? Because oh. I've done a. It's years since I did my A levels. Dum dum, da dum, da dum, da dum, da dum. Right. How Shakespeare is written. <laughs> and I remember going through rehearsals, stamping it out. Right. It's a great way to get the rhythm. Okay. Oh, should we do that in a minute? But I'm, I'm, we're stamping. <laughs> but I haven't written. So, Claire, when was the last time you studied Shakespeare? Studied it? Ooh, a long time ago. Uh, I was in a Shakespeare... The last Shakespeare play I was in. Oh, get was you. a long time ago. But was it, it in LA? It was in <laughs> California. We toured. We toured it around Southern California. Um, it was measure for measure. I had to wear a really long sleeve, long dress. Yeah. I had to wear a long dress um, with long sleeves in the height of California summer. Um, it wasn't much fun, but the group I was with, um, it was brilliant fun. The rehearsals, the touring around, the going to different locations, the, the acting it out in the open air. It, there's nothing quite like it, but that was a fair few years ago. Yeah. You, well, Geoff? Well, the only thing I've done Shakespeare-wise was, uh, was a one-act with Wyndham Players 2016, uh, one of the directors had created a mishmash of three or four Shakespeare plays and just the odd scene from, from them to create an hour play. And uh, I played... Well, what part do you think I played? Well, <laughs> ooh, give me a hint. What, what <laughs> well, play was I it I had in? to wear a mask uh, which had big ears. Okay. And a big, long face. Then I think I know. <laughs> did you play bottom? I did. My bottom hit the stage. <laughs> Would you do it again? Did you enjoy playing I found your Shakespearean very, roles? I found it very hard. But what I thought we'd do, Claire, I had to, I had to um, do a poem to Titania. 
And I thought we could recreate that now. How does that sound? It sounds great, John. Let's do it. I've, I've brought it with me because I can't remember it. As if by magic. <laughs> Apologise now, listeners. We are not part of the Petersfield Shakespeare Festival. But if they're listening, you never We're know. We're available. <laughs> Are you ready, Claire? I'm ready. I'll hand you the script for your one line. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> the usual cock so black of you, with orange tawny bill, the throstle with his note so true, the wren with little quill. What angel wakes me from my flowery bed? The finch, the sparrow and the lark, the plain song cuckoo grey, whose note full many a man doth mark, and dares not answer, nay! <laughs> Beautiful. Wonderful. No rehearsal needed. <laughs> well, it's nice to be back here, <laughs> It is nice to be back here. Yes, we were last here uh, just before Christmas. We were surrounded by Christmas trees. Yeah, we're still surrounded by Christmas trees. Yes. But it's lovely and warm. It is. It's, gosh, I hope it stays like this for the play, because how amazing would that be? Oh, yeah. I, I'd say it's, it's a lovely, lovely place to perform. Um, and have you have you been have you watched any of their plays before? No, I really um well actually not here. Thinking back, I have seen one of their plays a long time ago when they used to perform at Beedales and it was Midsummer Night's Dream. And I remember taking my elder two. They weren't that old at the time, actually. Um, but I haven't been back since. And actually, I'm kicking myself for not coming to see Midsummer Night's Dream again last year because I did hear it was absolutely magical. So hopefully I'll be able to get tickets for this year's show. You, Joff? No, I've not been. Um, and the last Shakespeare I watched was probably for my A-levels. So, yes. Oh, well, perhaps maybe I, you perhaps should I need to get do. back into yeah, it. Yeah, maybe you should do. Claire, and I thought I'd finish a little cross-talk with one of Shakespeare's most famous quotes. The course of true podcasts never did run smooth. Very apt, Geoff. Thanks very much for that. Appreciate all the hard work you've put into this. I loved every minute of it. As you know, we love to hear from you, so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hello, please do get in touch. You can call or WhatsApp us on 01730 500 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we meet Lucy Hollis and Claire Glancy from the Petersfield Shakespeare Festival. But first, let's find out what's been going on in the Petersphere from the Petersfield Post's John Walker. Hello, John, and how are you on this fine Sunday lunchtime? I'm very good, John, thanks. It's a lovely, lovely day, and uh, we're enjoying a nice pint of Guinness. All I will say very quickly, I spent a fantastic afternoon yesterday swimming in the Solent off South Sea Beach. It was great. I could have been... Anywhere in the world. Very jealous, John. Now, we've discussed a couple of times, and it was in this week's Peterfield Post, the bridge on Torway, which was in danger of being hidden by the brambles. John, I believe you have an update. I do, Geoff, yeah. Bizarrely, and I'm not going to take any credit for this, although (laughs) we could do, the radio and and the post, Shine Radio and the post combined... Yeah, the, the bridge was repaired this week. The, the handrail was put back up and it has been reopened. But still, as we speak, nobody has claimed ownership of it yet, so it's all a bit of an odd one. But it's great that it's open. OK, yes, it's taken six months. There are probably reasons why that is. But it's great that someone's finally said, yes, let's get on with it and get, get it sorted. 
Yeah, I mean, it's nice to know that there is perhaps a God somewhere. So I don't know whether it's a council or not. I don't know who it is. But they, after it was in the post and on Shine Radio, do you like that? It's a quick plug. Um, yeah, it got done. So I, it remains a bit of a mystery, to be honest, who actually owns it. But it's done, it's open, it's fantastic. Keeping with council matters, John, I believe you've got some news about EHDC. Yes, they're... Um, their plans to move into uh, offices, the old money barn offices of Bedford Road, are uh, progressed to the stage now where they're um, inviting their councillors, council staff and myself as a representative of a free press <laughs> to uh, go and tour the offices and look at their plans for its um, refurbishment. Uh, and they want to make it greener, cleaner and so on and so forth, and um, all this will be revealed in later this month. So that move is obviously going ahead, and we now have to turn our piercing gaze to the Penn's Place offices and wonder what's going to happen to them. Yes, and have we got any more news? Well, no, they're, they're um, being reasonably coy about what is going to happen down there. There was talk of a sports hub, whether or not that would go ahead, I don't know. But I suspect, due to the economics of it all, there will be some form of housing put in there, perhaps, um, just due to the fact that the council can make money out of it. And along Durford Road, is there news of, of the potential retirement village? Oh, of Harry away. Yeah, there's a, there's a planning application in for that. That was quick, Geoff. I'll tell you what, you're good. Um, I don't know for what, but... <laughs> yeah, it's... McCarthy Stone want to build, um, I think it's 70-odd units in there, as they call them. Uh, makes it sound a little bit like um, some sort of science fiction thing. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's going ahead. I mean, again, just by the demographics of this town, or this area, it is a retirement area and these things are needed. But whether that's the right place for it or not, who can say? And also keeping with development in the town, all these is growing by pace. The lorries are going to have to go in and out Frenchman's Road onto Station Road. It's all going to be a little bit tight, isn't it? Well, Geoff, we've gone a bit off piece there from what we agreed we were talking about, but I love a bit of freelance. Or is it freestyle? I love a bit of freestyle broadcasting. Yes, all these, which I can see from my back garden, is coming out. It is going at pace. It's going to be open. They want it to open this year. That looks to be on target, I would suggest. Yeah, I don't know whether it is sat-nav, but um, already I can see lorries. I don't know where they're going. Probably Bedford Road turning off of uh, Winchester Road into Frenchman's Road and coming the other way. And that junction is not big enough for them. There's absolutely no doubt that sooner or later somebody is going to have an accident there or they're going to run over the island or a lorry's going to break down and the whole of pizza will gridlock. You watch them and they just struggle to turn in and out of that junction. And, of course, going the other way, if they come out of the Aldi's uh, yard, if they turn right instead of left, if they turn right, it takes them under the railway bridge, past the Swan Street surgery, onto the Charles Street crossroads. And turn right, you have to go down Hilton Road in a lorry. That is never going to happen. And you turn left and you go up past Tesco Express, I believe it is. Serving Bell Hill customers better every day, as it says on their front window, even though it's nowhere near Bell Hill. Um, and it, you're at a T-junction onto Station Road. And it's just so badly thought out. It's unbelievable. There is it's going to be lots of problems with the Aldi lorries along with the increase in, in traffic, because for cars it'll be the same. 
I think we'll go back to uh, what we were going to discuss, John. Now, next week, we're going to be at the Eco Fair on the Heath. Yeah, quite rightly, Geoff. I mean, I'm looking forward to that, as you said, having a pint of vegan beer, whatever that might be. Uh, the Eco Fair is being put together by Pecan, an environmental group in Petersfield, who are doing great stuff. Um, and it's uh, aimed at giving us all options about how we can become greener and live uh, more environmentally friendly and reduce our energy bills and uh, other similar related issues. And it's going to be a good thing. There will be a lot of options, choices, experts. And, uh, you know, if if you've got an interest in that sort of thing, as we all have, you know, it's well worth a visit down there. But I, I... I do wonder at times whether it's it's all very well, but uh, the information is fantastic and the guidance will be great and the advice will be good. But the bottom line in all of these things, not just at this eco-fair, is as working people, we're, we're going to have to pay for all these initiatives, You know, whether it's putting solar panels on your house or buying bikes, electric bikes, to cycle to school with your kids rather than drive. So, yeah, it's... I'm ambivalent. I think the the advice and information is ideal, but I don't actually have the money probably to follow a lot of it through. Well, I'm looking forward to catching up with you there. John, have a great week, and I'll see you very soon. The Beatsville Post is out every Wednesday and costs a nice round pound, and it's worth every single penny. So please get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version. The Petersfield Shakespeare Festival is getting ready for another summer performance here at Wilds Farm in Lys. And joining us now are Lucy Hollis and Claire Glancy to tell us more about the company and this year's production. Good afternoon to you both. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, this is the first day of rehearsals for this year's production. Can you tell us a bit more about what we've got in store for us this year, please? Well, this year is our second year here at Wilds Farm, and um, we've, uh, we're doing an Italian sunny, funny production of Much Ado About Nothing. And um, we invite our audience to arrive early to come and soak up some of the festival vibe which will include um, live music down at the bottom here whilst eating a picnic or maybe taking advantage of some of the street food that we're going to have on offer um, and generally hopefully enjoy a really sunny fun um, ambience before the show starts about an hour or so later um, and at which point we process them up a big hill um, and um, then they watch the show. We've also putting on um, a couple of extra events there's after the wednesday performance we're going to do a question and answer session back in the bottoms up bar and then on sunday the 24th we've also got a free uh, talk by um, a shakespeare expert charlotte moore who's a well-known writer and journalist and she's gonna um, give a talk just kind of um, fill in some of the the stuff about much ado and the questions it raises uh, there are an awful lot of overhearings and overseeings in much ado and she's sort of pulling that together just to give her take on it and that's a free event absolutely free and how long has the uh, piece of shakespeare company been going well actually joff this is our 10th year so something to celebrate indeed um it started back in 2012 um and it was at Beedale school um then and they it, it started off by having a, a repertory company of two plays um uh in this two-week period in july always um and since then we've added in a few new plays all centered around shakespeare or inspired by shakespeare in 20 
2020, we did uh, uh, an online festival because of the pandemic and that drew in some some new blood, some new writing, all based around Romeo and Juliet. Um, So it's been a very varied 10 years and now we've sort of hit on a slightly different formula the last two years here at Wilds, which has really brought back the kind of the the magical open air setting, very minimal sets and really the performance is part of the natural setting as opposed to just watching a play in the outdoors. The play starts towards the end of July. What dates does it run and and how many evening and matinee performances have you got? We open on the 19th of July, it's a Tuesday, and the performances run through till Sunday the 24th. Um, we have two, this year we've got two matinees, one on the Thursday the 21st and one on Saturday the 23rd. And what we've done this year is tried to tailor the matinees for particular audiences that might benefit from them. So on the, the Thursday the 21st, we've got what's called a relaxed matinee. So we've got a slightly shortened version of the play with a bit more of an introduction to the cast and the characters and the plot um, for so that it's very good for younger people who might want a gentler introduction to... Shakespeare, um, school pupils, um, but also people who might need a slightly more relaxed environment for theatre and so people are able to to move around freely and so there's none of the constraints of of more formal theatre. And then on the um, Saturday matinee we've got a British Sign Language interpreter coming in so that it it hopefully it can be appreciated by the DDEF community and um, we're hoping that they will come. Now you're away from the railway line, can you hear the trains go past when you're up the hill? Well, yes, but we don't see it as a negative. (laughs) Um, Actually, last year it was incorporated to very well by the actors and it caused much hilarity. And Shakespeare, how does Petersil take Shakespeare? Do you get lots of people coming along to watch? We do, and it's wonderful. And I think the way that we present it, it's accessible, but it's very clear. And so the, 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 the plot and the language don't become a problem for, for anyone and, and Petersfield seems to embrace it, thankfully. Uh, and so where can people buy tickets? I understand they're selling like hotcakes but if there are some tickets left, where can people purchase them from? The, the best way is to go online to our website www.petersfieldshakespearefestival.co.uk um, That's easily done online or you can go to One Tree Books in Petersfield where um, the staff there will happily sort tickets for you. Brilliant. Lucy Clare, thank you very much for chatting to us this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Susie and Rain find themselves in a field of broad beans and by a river for a wild walk this week, which is part of the second half of the walk she'll be doing for the Petersfield Walking Festival on August the 27th. I seem to be loitering in the middle of crops on all these walks at the moment. I'm in the middle of a field of pouters as Richard would call them. We would call them broad beans. And uh, all the petals have gone now, so there isn't that gorgeous smell, but I can just see the pods starting. And I'm reminded that when I was little, um, as soon as broad beans would come in, Mrs Shepherd, who owned the greengrocers, would bring them to my mum so that she could have them really, really fresh. And um, my mum told me that when she was young, that's how they got rid of warts, that they would rub the furry inside of a broad bean pod on the wart and it would go away. But luckily, I've never suffered from them, so uh, I can't put that to the test. 
Anyway, here I am in the middle of a field of pouters. And this is one of the, well, the second half of the walk that I'm going to be doing on the 27th of August. And now it's on the Petersfield Walking Festival website. So I do hope some of you have already booked because it would be really lovely to have a walk and talk. Um, and you can meet Rain. And I promise you, she's lovely. Um, but it's quite blowy here, so I'm going to find somewhere a little more sheltered and do the second half, probably by the river, which is where I'm intending that we might stop so that the dogs can have a bit of a swim. Well, I hope you can hear that because it's the most beautiful lark. You have been bold beyond measure... She, oh. Yes, it knows it's been naughty. I don't know what you were doing, but something was chased in a barn. I hope it wasn't a cat, but anyway, it seems to have emerged unscathed. Oh, dear. Literally, literally, the minute I had said, I can assure you rain is good, it vanished. That's classic, isn't it? That's dog all over. Anyway, we're now proceeding past the lovely pond that's a bit lower than it usually is. And looking out, there's a photograph. It was one of my wild walks fairly recently. So it's the old Abbey grounds. Um, I'd like an archaeologist or something to tell me more about what on earth it all is. So if anyone um, knows, that would be really good. And then we're striding on towards the river and then we'll come back up through Sky Park Farm. But the other thing I wanted to say is that um, the next batch of canine partner foster dogs are coming in one lot in July, the next lot in September, and I don't know yet which batch we'll be part of. But there's the most brilliant open day on the 21st of July. So if any of you have been inspired by things that I've been saying or have even thought about it, do consider going along and seeing everything that these wonderful dogs do and how you might be able to help. And there's lots of ways in which you might be able to have a dog on, um, you know, it doesn't have to be 24-7 like we do. You can just do a bit of respite the odd weekend something like that and you know these are splendid splendid dogs that you'd be doing so much for and if you've got you know children that have been at you for so long it's quite a good sort of dummy run to just see how they would actually be at really caring so many people get a puppy because they're finally warm down and just thought yes okay that's what we better do and then the poor puppy is just handed back um, this is a really good reckoning on whether children will actually step up to the plate obviously they won't have soul charge but they wouldn't anyway but just to see whether they actually put their care where their mouths are but the benefit to the dog is great of course it will then get used to being in a domestic setting but if you just even half think about it, do go along. It's only hay shot. It's so close to us. And just see what it's all about. And watch them loading, unloading washing machines and doing everything that our dear girl 
um, was doing when she lived with us. So um, I commend it. I'm looking slightly askance at the field because there appears to be some cows in it, which won't be totally brilliant. I don't mind as long as there's only one or two. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm not really very keen on taking a dog through a field of cows at all. So I'm just going to pause and take stock underneath my favourite spreading oak tree, which I really love. And I know I've talked to you from here before. Um, because when it's a really hot day, it's just beautiful to stay here. I have to say it isn't. It's a very British summer's day today. and Quite grey and a little bit chilly. But I've dragged myself away from the tennis. And then I parked up to come here. And I instantly get told off by somebody, which... It's bizarre. I seem to spend my life being told off by people. I must wear a little plaque on my forehead saying, beat me. And literally, you know, it's perfectly legitimate. Actually, he was terribly pleasant. He was just saying, could you just move six feet away and that would be fine. And just, why? And I do honestly think that men just don't get asked to do stuff in quite the same way. Anyway, I complied, of course. Um, anyway, on we go, Rain. Let's go and see. We'll brave the cows, brave the deer. Oh, Rain! She's shaken. She's shaken herself all over me while I was trying. You're having quite the afternoon, aren't you? Now I'm completely soaked. Luckily, I'm in my shorts. Um, I can't find a stick. But she's just leapt straight into the river, which is wonderful. And I'm happy to say, I don't know where I saw the cows, but they're not in this field at all. They're not even the other side of the river. But there is um, a big stand of Himalayan balsam, which must be eight foot tall, which is quite worrying. But anyway, there we are. It's still beautiful. Bees still love it. It's very difficult, isn't it? I know it does take over. But Rain, go and see what might be that. Go and see, quick. Good girl. She absolutely, I've got to encourage her. But then she leaps off the bank and just loves it. Good girl. I'm going to get soaked again. I'm going to just back off quickly. Excellent. What fun. Oh, do bring your dog. They'll have such fun on that walk. So it's Walk on the Wild Side, 27th of August, Peterfield Walking Festival. I just had to share that usually when we pass through Sky Park, the deer are miles away or not in these fields at all. But we've literally just come across what I thought was a, a stack of logs to begin with. But instead, they were young bucks with the most velvety antlers. They were absolutely gorgeous. Very, you know, it's such a cliche, but we say doe-eyed, even though they clearly weren't does. Um, because it was just so tranquil. You just hear the, the breeze fluttering through the beech tree leaves. And they weren't alarmed. I got rain to sit. Luckily, though, it's having quite a day. It was very, very well behaved while I just took a photograph, which I'll put on the website. And just, oh, I certainly wanted to, to stroke those lovely antlers because it reminded me of a, a cuddly toy more than a deer. And there were probably, I don't know, half a dozen, ten of them. 
gorgeous. Okay, come on, let's go. And I hope you have a lovely week. Coming up, we meet the cast from this year's Petersfield Shakespeare Festival and bring you our latest What's On Guide, full of events taking place in the Petersphere. Before that, Shine Radio's Laura Shepherd met with Chris Hollis, the director of this year's Petersfield Shakespeare's Festival production of Much Ado About Nothing. This is Laura Shepherd from Petersfield's Shine Radio. Today I'm joined by Chris Hollis from Petersfield Shakespeare Festival and he's directing their summer show this year. Hello, Chris. Hello, good morning. Hello, Petersfield. So, Chris, tell me what Petersfield Shakespeare Festival has in store for us this year. Well, this year we have this comedy that you might have heard of called Much Ado About Nothing. And we are back at Wilds Farm, the glorious setting that we enjoyed last year in The Dream. Uh, we start rehearsals at the end of this week, short, sharp, and then we open on the 19th and we are ready to go. We did it very minimally last year with eight. This year we have expanded outrageously to 12, still a little bit of doubling, uh, but mainly uh, most of the major parts, they, they play themselves and that's it. But there's one or two little um, parts. For instance, Hero, I always think is a slightly underwritten part. Um, and so we've given a, a comedy double in the uh, Verges part as well. So we've got some nice little kind of things for people to do. No one is going to be bored. They're going to work hard and play hard as ever. What else is there in the way swapping in terms of the characters? Well, I, I've been very fair with six and six, which has worked really well. So the whole kind of world in Messina is run by Leonata and her uh, sister Ursula. We've doubled Antonia into Ursula. So there's been a, a bit of kind of um, adapting, but it's very equal in terms of gender casting. And I'm thrilled by that because it makes it much more interesting. It also makes when Don Pedro arrives, there's much more flirtatiousness within all the generations. There's many, many more sort of possibilities of, of pairing, which I think is great. And also when you take, uh, when you gender swap parents, it changes the kind of patriarchal, matriarchal relationships as well, doesn't it? Exactly. And part of this was born of the fact that I didn't really want to play Leonardo because frankly, I didn't want to direct myself as an old man. So I thought, well, let's give it to someone else who's got a much better grip on this. So yes, it does change all that dynamic as well. So Much Ado is one of those plays that can be swapped around in terms of era. What era have you set this one in? We are setting it in the glorious 1950s. So you emerge from a war and it's all beige and khaki and dull into this explosion of colour. It's when teenagers became alive. They kind of were invented in the 50s. Lots of wonderful music, all the Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, all those really kind of sexy, kind of vibrant um, musical numbers as well. So it's a really fun era to set it in. And are the cast going to be singing this year? Uh, there's probably no stopping them. There'll be a little singing, yes. I've got two wonderful new numbers written by a friend of mine, a musician called Alistair Gavin, uh, and he's written two beautiful numbers, one upbeat and one the lament for um, Claudio. So I've combined Balthazar and Claudio as one character too. So lots of lovely music and some singing, rest assured. Wonderful. So this is at Wild's Christmas Tree Farm, as most of us will know it, and it's on the 19th to the 24th of July. How can we get tickets? You may purchase them in One Tree Books in Petersfield or, and I'm not trying to kind of, you know, um, hasten you, but the end of the week is selling very well. So go online to petersfieldshakespearefestival.co.uk and uh, start having a look at them on that because they are beginning to go. Early week, I think we're okay, but tickets are going very well because it's, you know, we're in this situation where people want to be outside and they want to be at the theatre, they want to be at festivals, and we combine all of that, we hope, in one magical experience. 
It was certainly a magical experience last year for everybody that was there at the sold out performances. It was an absolute joy. So break a leg to you all. Thank you very much indeed. See you there. You can hear more about local arts and entertainment in Laura's podcast, The Ticket, available to listen to on shineradio.uk. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? The Petersville Shakespeare Festival takes place from July the 19th to the 24th at Wild Farm, and this year they're performing Much Ado About Nothing. With evening performances as well as matinees, tickets and details can be found at petersfieldshakespearefestival.co.uk. On the 21st of July, Canine Partners will be holding an open day. If you love dogs and are thinking about becoming a puppy parent or a fosterer volunteer, you can meet the expert teams, beneficiaries, like-minded volunteers and the amazing dogs at their Southern Training Centre. For more information, go to caninepartners.org.uk. And continuing on the doggy thing, Hounds for Heroes will be holding their Fit in Kit charity challenge between July the 17th and the 24th. You can take part either individually or in teams and help to raise money for those who have been injured in the service of their country. With three suggested challenges to choose from, you can find out more at their website. It's the Petersfield Eco Fair on Sunday the 17th of July, taking place at the Heath from 10am until 4pm. This is a fun and informative day for all the family, organised by PECAN and the Petersfield Town Council. Entrance is free. And if you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to a new episode of The Ticket, celebrating the arts across the Petersphere. And there's a lot going on with open-air theatre and music, indoor theatre and art. You can listen to this episode of The Ticket and other programmes at shineradio.uk, bringing you also a brighter mix of great music, local news and information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. We've come to the first day of rehearsals for Much Ado About Nothing. And after many hot hours here at Wild Farm, treading the boards, or should that be hillside, we're delighted to be joined by some of the cast and crew. Joining us now is JP and Amy. Hello. Hello. How Hi. Are, how are you both? V- warm. Very hot <laughs> and very happy. Yes. <laughs> so, who are you both playing? I am playing Benedict. And I am playing Beatrice. And I don't... Much to do about nothing. I haven't done Shakespeare since A-levels. Yes. What? Last year, was it? <laughs> oh, you are too kind. Charmer. <laughs> no. He can come back. In two sentences, tell us what Much Ado About Nothing is all about. <laughs> oh. Two wow. sentences. That's cruel, John. Can I maybe give you two words? <laughs> yeah, go on then. Love and treachery. Perfect. Very good. <laughs> What do you say? Oh, great, me too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I would say love and conflict and a whole lot of laughter. Mm. Brilliant. Now, you're playing the two leads in the play. (laughs) Were you in last year's play? Have you come back again for a bit more? We have. uh, Well, uh, yeah, we did Midsummer Night's Dream last year and I played Bottom. Yes, and I played Titania. And uh, so we kind of had a, a love scene. Well, yeah. Ish I mean, last year. Yeah. I mean, I was, I did have two very large furry ears. Yes. Um, which I think you enjoyed. And I very much, yeah, fell, fell head over heels. Ears. Head over hooves. <laughs> head over hooves. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously great to be back together again. Yeah. Always, always a pleasure to have with my old pleasure. pal. Yeah, we've worked together. Yeah, with PSF for a few years. Yeah, now, that's our third season, I think now. Well, yeah. for, for us two working together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we love it. That's great. And what is it about Shakespeare that you love so much? Well, this is the thing. I see, I don't really ever trust an actor who says that they don't like Shakespeare because I think within all of his plays, he's kind of almost all of humanity. And I think there's, there's not one play that doesn't say something about things that we're dealing with right now. And the fact that they're still so current, I think, is a, is a great tribute to the man. Yeah, I, um, I found it tricky when I was at school, mm-hmm. Shakespeare, and I always felt a little bit stupid. I didn't quite understand it. And for me, doing PSF, my first year, I think, was 2018, doing um, Henry V. Um, and... I just was like, this is so much fun. I understand it now, I'm physically doing it. And I think that's what this company do really well, is they make it really accessible. Um, and people understand it that aren't necessarily, um, haven't necessarily read the play before or f- particularly familiar with it. And this one in particular is so much fun. Um, and I think when I was 12 years old, I watched the um, film of Emma Thompson and Kenneth mm. Branagh. Mm. And yeah, my childhood self is buzzing to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Now this particular production is set in Italy and also in the 1950s. That must be quite fun to play that. Oh yeah, I mean we haven't seen them properly yet but I'm looking forward to the costumes and the music already sounds amazing. So it's exciting isn't it? Yes, yeah the costumes, just the the pictures of them, Nicole is just amazing Mm. and oh yeah 1950s, so much fun. It is going to be fun. Yeah. And this is your first day of rehearsal, how's it gone? Do you know what? Yeah, we've, we've done a read through and we've, we've almost, I think we've kind of into the second act of blocking now. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we are, rat- well, you have to rattle through when you've got 10 days, but we are rattling through. Uh, and yeah, apart from it being very warm, but I'd rather mm. it be warm than raining. Absolutely. <laughs> it is like, and the venue is just so gorgeous. Beautiful. You just pinch yourself to be here and everyone mm. is just, yeah, everyone's great. Everyone's bringing their A game from the first read through to, yeah to um, rehearsing on the hill uh, it's just yeah it's beautiful we've got our marquee up as well already yeah. so we can have a bit of shade so yeah so much fun and how many times do you have to go up that hill <laughs> in a day I couldn't tell you we used to, last year there was there was a sort of golf cart last year I've been looking for that but I can't see it this year oh. unfortunately so you know but it's good to get your steps in yeah, yeah. at least uh, at least six times so far today yeah, I think so yeah. yeah yeah and if you need the bathroom then you do have to come down so mm. you know mm. you need to time that well indeed you do and, <laughs> I'm really uh, attracted behind you. you you might have to try and hotwire that that's true <laughs> so you say you've got a short rehearsal time yeah learning lines especially Shakespeare how hard is that in, a, in, in say with a 10 day window yeah I think I think it differs for everyone but we always asked to be as off book as possible so to have learnt as many lines as possible if not all by today um it's painful which is really hard yeah it is it's really hard to do that by yourself yeah because all these words wrap around your head you kind of need other people to yeah well and and, and the minute you get it on its feet i mean getting it into your body is the best way to learn really but yeah but the actual just learning of the lines is uh, there's no there's no shortcut it's just yeah. It's painful. Well, it sounds really exciting, and you both sound so enthusiastic about it. I can just imagine what it's going to be like when it comes to to, put it, to the actual night itself when it starts. So, yeah. great to Can't talk wait. to you, JP and Amy. Thanks so much, and um, thank you late. both. It's been Thanks a pleasure. You. Thank, you. Yeah. thank you. 
We're joined by a few more cast members, Katie, Lauren and Joy. Hi, can you explain what roles you're playing in the play, please? I'm playing the role of Margaret. I'm Katie. Um, Margaret is a gentlewoman to hero and has lots of fun. She's sort of a little bit naughty, but has lots of fun, small and fun. Uh, I'm playing Leonardo. Leonardo. I'm playing Leonardo, who is a man in the um, original folio. So instead of being Hero's father, I am Hero's mother. And I am playing Hero, Leonardo's daughter. And also she gets married to Claudio. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Spoiler! And have you, have you acted with this company before? Yes, I think we've all acted with this company before. I have um, been here for many years, actually. I started doing... Beth was the first one I did, playing Lady Macduff. Mary Wives sort of followed it through at Beedell's in its old home. Um, so this is the first time I've been up at Wild Farm, though. Although I, I run the school's workshop, so I did the workshops up here last year. Uh, cool. I, I played... I've done... This is my third one. Uh, I did Kate in The Taming of the Shrew. And then in Hamlet, I was Polonius. So, yes, coming back. I'm sort of playing men now, which is slightly worrying, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is my second one, and also like Katie, my first one here at Wilds Farm. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It is a great location, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what is it about Wilds Farm that you like so much? It's gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, having never been here before until this morning, I drove up and thought, what is this nirvana in the middle of nowhere? Um, apart from the very, very tiny country lanes that you need to come down to get here. Um, you get here and you, this is just the most beautiful venue with everything that you can want. And the way that um, the Shakespeare Festival set it up, there's food, there's drink, there's bands, there's a fantastic play. It's kind of all you could want for on a summer's night or a summer's afternoon if you manage to get to a matinee. Now, Katie, you mentioned the school's workshops that you do. Can you explain a bit more about what they are? Yeah, so we have, this year we have got Sheet and we also have St Matthews from Blackmore coming up and they come up for a morning and we, they have a chance to work on the stage that, that we're all using and a lot of the actors join in to help learn about the play, whatever play it is we're doing. So they'll do lots of work about, about well obviously this year, our play and um, they have a go at reenacting some of the scenes that we do so they learn a little bit about Shakespeare's language they have a go sometimes using the costumes it's a, just a really fun interactive way to get young people to to play with Shakespeare not be scared of Shakespeare and realize actually the story actually I think a lot of adults probably quite enjoy it too to be fair just to realize it it's not such a scary thing going to a Shakespeare sort of play and learning to sort of find the real meanings and the connections underneath it which is really good fun they have a they have a really good time oh. That sounds really interesting. Well, thank you very much. It's lovely to talk to you three and uh, have fun with the play. Thank you. We're now joined by Albert and David. Good afternoon to you both. How are you? Good, thank you. Yes, yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, no, very glad to be here in the sun. So, first day of rehearsals, how's it gone? It's been all right, yeah. I think it's, uh, we've, we've, we've ticked along at a nice pace. I think we got through quite a bit, so... Yeah, we made some really good headway. Uh, about three quarters of the way through, kind of stellar, uh, skeleton staging at the moment, and then um, yeah, and then we get to go back and do some more detail later on as the set and costumes all come together. Really, sounds great. So, what characters are you playing in the in the play this year? Uh, so, I'm playing Dogbury, who is the uh, the head of the watch. He's uh, he's one of the comedic roles in the piece. So, hopefully, at least I'll make someone laugh at some point <laughs> during the thing. Um, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> And I play Don Pedro, 
the Prince of Aragon. Um, we've all just come back from a freedom fighter. We've set it in um, like 1940s, 1950s, um, kind of Spanish Civil War. So yeah, we've come back as freedom fighters. Um, is kind of where the play starts. Um, and so yeah, I'm bringing my band of merry men back. Um, yeah, and then the kind of play kicks off. And what is it about Shakespeare that you like so much? Oh, tough question. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd probably say, firstly, doing it outside is, is pretty wonderful. Um, and then the second thing is we always just like, it always is good fun. Um, we kind of take the, the kind of intellectual side out of it a lot. We just have, have fun, play, do lots of visual jokes. Um, and as long as we enjoy it and we understand it, then hopefully everyone else does too. Um, and so that's the kind of the best thing is the camaraderie is the group. Yeah, I think I think definitely. I think one of it's it's just great doing something that I think so. Uh, first of all, universal. It's the kind of thing that anyone can come and see, get themes from, uh, understand it because it's just sort of laying out the human experience in its kind of basic form. I guess that's what I think one of the best things about Shakespeare. But as well, it's just it's high crack. drama as well. <laughs> yeah, it's lots of people in, in masks playing each other, hiding behind small trees um you know overhearing conversations they shouldn't um or creating situations where we force them to overhear something so it's it's also the classic cliche kind of shakespeare tropes that you get but there is something you're right about shakespeare in the open and the audience the feedback and everything like that there is it's a pretty special experience obviously you guys love it because you've come back year after year after year <laughs> indeed yeah <laughs> yeah I think there's something, you know, particularly magical here at Wild Farm as well. Like just, you know, to be so close to being out in nature and just, it's just a really unique, interesting venue. Um, and it's just great. Yeah. You've got the tent up there. People come, they enjoy the sun, they enjoy their picnics, see a bit of Shakespeare, see a bit of fun, see a bit of silliness. And hopefully go home having a good evening, yeah. That's the plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. Something's going wrong. And and throwing a bit of train spotting at the same time. Oh, yeah, of course. That's part of it. I mean, you know, if you're going to do it outside. um, I mean, we we could hear um, the barracks not far away doing their rifle training. So we could hear a few shots earlier as well. And so, you know, all of that just makes it part of it. And you can turn that into extra jokes or we're all going through the same experience and you know the trains well they should be running on a timetable but it's never the same thing <laughs> yeah. twice we always, sometimes we try and be like oh that worked really well with that train and then the train will never appear again in any of the other shows but um yeah it, it's a totally different feel to coming out um in the open compared to being in a stuffy theater yeah and um, as well you know with the trains and the interruptions and stuff you could argue that it's closer to kind of like shakespeare's globe where it was groundlings kicking off treating it as a night out at the pub things like that very true you know no one had the kind of modern theater sensibility of let's be quiet and gently watch these nice actors put on a show as obviously so active and rather than dealing with I guess drunkards we're dealing with trains and army <laughs> barracks and planes but similar vibes I guess. I, could, I could stay here all evening actually yeah. listen to you guys. yeah well we'll keep chatting should we get the drinks in make sure they're on Wilds Farm so is, you've got a 10 day window now how intense is it for you pretty intense yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it yeah and you've got it worse than me albert because you're in a lot more uh but it's still even you know even if you've got a few scenes it's still a short turnaround so but it's good because you know we're, we're kind of used to doing it we've done it a few times and um it's surprising how little time it takes for you to really sort of establish 
the basics, establish a character, things like that, and just working with a trusted company who's just willing to just pick it up from the start and run with it. No dilly-dallying. You know, we're not going to sit around and wait mm. for anything because we just have that time limit, so we need to mm. push on. It's quite um, a useful thing, I think. Yeah, and Chris has really cast it well. I think that really makes a difference. As soon as you get everyone in the parts that they would do it instantly well at, then you're already laughing. Um, which I think he's done brilliantly again this year. Um, and he casts from people that he knows so that he knows that people can come in and do the job really quickly um, and have a wonderful show at the end of it. That's probably the most important thing is that people get the money's worth. And which play would you both like to do most of all? Oh, out, out of Shakespeare? Yeah. Out of Shakespeare. Oh, I'd love to play Iago in Othello. Yeah, I would probably go for the Scottish play, I think, maybe. Yeah. Very nice. I think that's... That's one I'd love to do. It's a bit close out of my neck of the woods. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm a chance. Albert, David, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck with all. Thank, thank you, you very pleasure. much. Yeah. Have a lovely afternoon. And finally, we're joined by the last three cast members here. We've got Twyla, Harry and Crispin. Hi, guys. Can you explain what roles you're playing in the play, please? So uh, I'm playing uh, the young Count Claudio, who uh, falls in love with uh, Hero, the daughter of Leonata. Uh, doesn't go very smoothly at the start, but it does, well, I mean, find out. You can find out how it ends. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give the game away if you don't know the play. Yeah, uh, I'm playing a Baraccio and the Friar. Baraccio is Don John's sort of, uh, one of his sidekicks, evil sidekicks, and they're trying to spoil all the, all the good stuff in the play. And the Friar is an all-round good guy, just uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to help people out. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm playing Conrad and also Messenger, but we're, we're seemingly putting them together and, and making them one major plotter in the entire um, play. So that's very exciting. And yes, to be, to be an evil part this year is excellent fun and oh, yeah. not a jilted woman. Not a jilted woman. <laughs> and, and how long have you all been members of PSF? Well, so I done this since I was 14 uh, it was my first one, I was Macbeth back in 2014, I was the, the little baby boy and now I am a man <laughs> of, of some, some age Yes and I've been here since 2017 so I feel like I'm becoming a veteran too <laughs> yeah. uh, This is my first year so I've only, first time to Petersfield as well so I've been here for my, not even a day um, but I'm loving it everyone's really lovely <laughs> to, so. so what attracted you? To this company. Well, uh, I know uh, Sam, who's playing Don John. I went to drama school with him, and uh, he and Chris, his dad, is, is is directing the play. And he said, "Do you want to audition for it?" And I did. And yeah, they gave me the opportunity, and it seems like a, a, a lot of fun. And we've got great weather this week, so it should be uh, should be should be already lots of fun, starting yeah. to tan. Yeah, or burn, or burn. <laughs> well, yeah, we've we got to try and avoid yeah. that. We haven't initiated him yet with the rain, no, so. What was the audition process like then? Well, it was actually over Zoom. Um, I had an f- initial phone call first, and then we had a sort of a Zoom audition, which is difficult as it as, as Zoom is. But then with Shakespeare on top of that, uh, was pretty difficult. But uh, Chris was able to redirect me a little bit, and I, I did my best. And yeah, you saw something, or maybe there was no one else going up for the role, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, got it. And uh, yeah, so we'll, and and yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> 
And and the other two who've been in in the company before, did you have to audition again, or did you just say I would really like to be? Well, so I mean, obviously, it's it's always assumed that we're absolutely desperate to be involved every year. Um, But uh, no, there was there was a a small sort of chat with Chris. He kind of came with a few ideas, um, and I think it was it was less of an audition, more of a kind of I think you could maybe do this. I just want to see, and then testing the water, and hopefully, I will not. Let him down. That's my plan. <laughs> and what are you all looking forward to most of all? Ooh. Oh, they're looking at me. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to, I guess, the uh, probably the opening night because uh, I, I'm, I'm nervous and apprehensive, but at the same time, it's uh, yeah, just to do Shakespeare outdoors yeah. um, with a live audience, especially since COVID. I haven't performed live since since after COVID, really. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, opening night, I'd say. Just getting the whole thing together, I think, is my, my always my favourite bit. When we stop sort of just staggering through and blindly trying to find our way through the play and we're suddenly like, oh, no, this is this is us. This mm. is our piece of work. This is ours. And that's always the best moment for me, I think. I really love the first reactions when we've been hearing everybody perform their parts for the uh, 10 days and then you see you have an audience come in and last year we had the nhs um performance which was great and they absolutely loved it and it was so wonderful to see such a new energy yeah exactly so that's what i'm really looking forward to well, it's been lovely talking to you all. I know that director, the director Chris is chomping at the bit yes, to get back up the hill for rehearsals. So best luck with it all and thank you look very forward much. to seeing it. Uh, thank, thank you very much. much. Cheers. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Lucy and Chris Hollis, Claire Glancy, the cast of this year's Much Ado About Nothing, Laura Shepherd, John Walker and Susie Wilde, as well as to the theatrical volunteers at Shine Radio who support the show and help to put it together. This week's music comes from country artist Dixie Darling and her new song, Care About Yourself. So from Joff and I this week, bye! shouldn't do You call me but I don't know If I should pick up or decline So I let her ring out through the night And I don't want to give this up But you don't treat me like the girl you
not the girl you love And you've got a part of me And it feels like you don't want it And every day I give so much But it feels like you're giving up And you've got a part of me And you don't know how to keep it So I'll take it back And keep it for someone Who won't leave it on the shelf You only care The first ever Petersfield Walking Festival is approaching on foot. This is Susie Wilde. The Petersfield Walking Festival includes more than 40 guided walks around our area. And on the 27th of August, you can join me in my Labrador rain for an easy walk from Sheet to Durley Marsh and then beside the river into Petersfield. Find information about all the walks, including Shine Radio's Wild Walk in aid of the Rosemary Foundation Hospice at Home at petersfieldwalkingfestival.co.uk. Support Petersfield's Shine Radio and the Rosemary Foundation in the Petersfield Walking Festival. Dogs are welcome and I hope to see you on Saturday the 27th of August. <laughs> <laughs> 